Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Friday. Good morning. Good to see you. How'd it go yesterday? It was really fun. We had a great time at Filson with uh, some. The best thing about opening day is seeing old friends and making new ones, and we did a lot of that. Oh my gosh, yeah. it was so fun! Like I was hoarse yesterday on the way home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, besides talking for I don't know ten hours, but just like connecting with people and visiting with our friends, it was so great. Looks like the parade had a good turnout too yeah. this year. Yeah, I didn't see any of it. Did you? Uh, just some clips on TV later, but it looked oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, we saw a little bit on TV. We had some people over, and so, you know, we had the game on, and we were sort of participating, but from home and on television, it looked festive, and like a beautiful. lot of people showed up. And it was good such weather. a beautiful day. Everybody in a good mood. I think that's what really brought everybody out was the weather was just amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. It was just, it started out a little chilly, but man, did it warm up, and we were getting sunburned, and so great. Look at you. Everyone at the Filson was incredible. Yeah. I mean, it was just such a great time. Good. All right. Well, today uh, we're kicking off Phone It In Friday. Yes, yeah. we are. And, uh, we're just going to have some fun. and <laughs> We're going to get all those code words in. Head into our, yeah, that's right. Our stormy weekend <laughs> with Kelly Clarkson code words starting in the nine o'clock hour. <laughs> Yeah, big flyaway. Her residency is kicking off. You could be one of the first to see it. But first, let's check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Uh, but first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Gwyneth Paltrow this morning. Yes, she won her ski crash uh, trial yesterday. You know, she's been on trial for the past eight days. Uh, Finally, it ended with the judge and the jury finding her in the right. She said, I felt like, how did you say that word? Acquiescing. I don't really know that word. What does it even mean? Surrendering, (laughs) like uh, allowing to happen, I guess, or submitting maybe. Yeah, so I felt like submitting to a false claim compromised my integrity, and I am pleased with the outcome, she said. I appreciate all the hard work of Judge Holmberg and the jury and thank them for their thoughtfulness in handling this case. She won $1 in damages. Oh, wow. Yep. So okay. Terry Sanderson, who was suing her for over $3 million, you know, he's, she told him, I wish you well after the verdict. He thought that was very kind. And then he went on extra last night and said, you know, you get some assumed credibility from being a famous person. Who wants to take on a celebrity? No wonder I hesitated. It's difficult. I think she believes she has the truth, but I absolutely know. I said I would not bring on any falsehoods. So I don't know what he, I don't. At the end of the day, they're done. She got a dollar and it's over. At the end of the day, the jury sided with her. Yep. I felt like after watching that forensic, what was that guy? Demonstration. Yes. They had like this physics physics demonstration that was showing what it looked like for the two of them to go down the hill together and what the crash would have looked like because they kept showing that over and over again and it was in favor of Gwyneth. It felt to me like there was no way. They were going to make him the winner of that trial. Has the jury reached a verdict? Was Gwyneth Paltrow at fault? No. Was Terry Sanderson at fault? Yes. Did Terry Sanderson's fault cause Gwyneth Paltrow's harm? Yes. What percent of the fault do you assign to Terry Sanderson? 100%. Oh, wow. Damages. 
What amount fairly compensates Gwyneth Paltrow for economic damages? One dollar. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> the price is right. Correct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that just to me is a very, a very odd waste of time. Yeah. Eight days of their life. That she'll never get back. For one dollar. Yeah. Okay, well, a massive storm canceled Billie Eilish's show in Mexico City on Wednesday night. But, you know, she's she's a good person. She felt bad. She didn't want to send the fans home with nothing. So, you know what she did? She hit the stage in the pouring rain with her brother Phineas and played a mini acoustic set for them. That's cool. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was nice. She said, I just thought it was stupid of me to just leave here without coming out and saying thank you for being here and standing in the effing pouring rain. Uh, so the full show was rescheduled for last night, so they did get to eventually see her. Good. But, That's good. Uh, that was nice that she went above and beyond. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, got a bunch of other stuff we're going to cover as your e-news continues, but first got to take a quick break because... Denise Johnson is standing by with your latest traffic. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. According to new research, humanity is not even close to reaching its maximum lifespan, and one day people could live to the age of 150. It's going to be weird when your grandparents can't visit you because they're hanging out with their grandparents. <laughs> Dr. Anthony Fauci has reportedly sold his memoir for just under $5 million. He will not narrate the audiobook, though, because he knows no one ever listens to him. Some news from uh, Washington. The Senate voted to end the national COVID emergency. Yeah, America's like, yeah, thanks for getting on that, guys. We uh, ended it ourselves a year ago, but uh, thank you. Yeah, weather-wise, mostly cloudy skies today, so expect some rain and thunder and more storms this evening. Some of those storms could be strong. You're going to feel that wind, too. High of 64 right now, 47 at Cincinnati's Q102. All right, Julie Bowen. She may be 53 years old, but it sounds like she has a serious crush on 29-year-old Harry Styles. It looks like yesterday she was on the Jennifer Hudson show and she revealed that she's got it really bad for Harry and that she wants him to slide into her DMs. She even showed a picture of herself at a Harry Styles show where she brought a heart-shaped sign that said, Harry, I'm old, but I know what I'm doing. (laughs) Well, I believe her. But let me I ask like you her, this. Though. She's funny. Oh, I like her very much, too. We've had her oh, on the show. Yeah, a we had like a while ago when they first kicked off uh, Modern Family. Yeah, she was very nice. And she was on that show, Ed, from a million years oh, ago. Yeah. Do you remember that yeah. show? I don't remember. Yeah, that I had show. a big crush on her then. I liked her, too. Like, I've always, she's always been one of my favorite actresses because she's so funny. But here's my question. Isn't Harry Styles with Olivia Wilde, or is that off? No, no, no. They broke up a while ago. Oh. Yeah, he was recently rumored to be with Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah, I heard that, but I thought it was BS. No, they were making out in Tokyo, the two of them. But I think that was just like a drunk hookup. But the funny thing is, Julie Bowen says, I think, like, you know, he could do worse than me. Oh, for sure. You know, I'm not the youngest, but I think I could show him a good time, she said. Sure she could. Do you guys think that's creepy at all? She's 53 and he's 29. Nah. No. If a, if, if a man was saying that. If about, a 53-year-old man was saying that about a 29-year-old woman. I think people would be like, oh, my God, that's creeper. I don't know. I mean, there might be some eye rolling there. I don't know if it. It, it, might, it might be different if she was 25 or under. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Or if he was 25 or Yeah, I mean, what is that cutoff point? Isn't it like some kind of formula? Yes. Isn't it half your age plus seven or half the age plus seven? Either way, I think you're allowed to go. All right. So so let me get out my calculator here. (laughs) So let's see. Half of it. So 53 divided by two equals 26.5 plus seven. So that would, uh, you'd have to be 33 and a half for that to be acceptable, according, according to that rule. Yeah. So 33, 29, that's not bad. Uh, it's fine. You remember when you were a kid and people would ask you how old you were and you were like, I'm five and three quarters. Oh, that's my kid right now. <laughs> oh, Literally yeah? right now. She <laughs> will say that because her birthday is May 5th. And someone will be like, how old are you? Because she's very tall. She gets it a lot. People ask her, are are you in kindergarten? How old are you? Because she's tall. And she says that five and three quarters. My birthday is May 5th. Like, it's coming. Yeah, I used to just, when I was three, I distinctly remember lying to people and telling them I was four because I didn't like the number three. And my mother would correct me. You are not four. It's because you wanted to be an even number, isn't it? No, I'm four. (laughs) All right, Elon Musk is now the most followed person on Twitter with 133.088 million followers. Maybe take that with a grain of salt considering he literally owns Twitter. The top spot was previously held by Barack Obama, who had uh, just under that. He had 133,042,000, so they were very close. Uh, in related news, Elon's number one fan, Cat Turd, turned on him. Cat <laughs> uh, Turd, if you don't know, is an anonymous Florida man whose account is a photo of a cat wearing glasses, and he has 1.6 million followers. He's known for posting a lot of MAGA stuff, too. And I guess Cat uh, Turd is really upset with the changes to Twitter, like too many ads. Uh, having to pay for his verified account status. Uh, he got temporarily banned, and users are making jokes about it. Here are a few of the comments. Elon Musk losing cat turd is the funniest thing. <laughs> Looks like the honeymoon is over between Elon Musk and cat turd. What a shame. Who will get Twitter in the divorce? Curious to see what's next for cat turd's Rasputin-like hold on Elon now that <laughs> cat turd is turning on him. <laughs> Just cat turd as a so, username is hilarious. That is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday we were down at the Filson and we were talking to Lindsay Patterson and she's like, what's your Twitter handle? And I'm like, I have no idea. I don't even know either. <laughs> I have don't the even foggiest know. idea. Most of I my have tw- one. I do too. And most of my Twitter information comes from Tim. Yeah, you don't, I think you have one, but haven't used it since like 07. Since I probably created and, uh, it. Some, occasionally people <laughs> tag you in it and I'll get an alert. Like Fritz has been tagged. I have no idea. I li- is it Fritz 102? Something like that. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. What's yours? I'm trying to find it. I'm... Thomas 102? Oh, it's at Jeff Thomas VO. Oh, like voiceover? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. All right. Uh, Some quick e-news tips here. So Clint Eastwood, it looks like he is getting ready to make his very last movie. I think that last movie that he was in, I was like, that has to be his last one. But no, he's getting ready to make another one. And then this is fun for people that love Baby Shark. They're doing the Baby Shark big movie. And it looks like Cardi B, Offset, and their daughter Culture are going to be a part of the movie. Okay. Mm. But they're going to voice some of the little shark characters. What's the storyline going to be? I have no idea. But Baby Shark, you know, the song that everyone made Mm -hmm. popular, we used to watch that on repeat over and over and over again. So it looks like he's going to have a movie. And then, uh, Jeff, you might find this interesting. They're getting ready to do a teen-focused Star Trek series on Paramount+. Plus. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have that to look forward to. I know how much you love Star Trek. Yeah, I mean, I like... You like the old ones, right? I'm not... I wouldn't consider myself a Trekkie. I th- when it, you know when I think of a Trekkie, I think of someone who's so into the franchise, like they watch all of them. You know, they know all the backstories behind all the characters, and I'm more of a passive fan. I I watch the reruns of the originals because yeah. the original Star Trek was before my time. I'm too young. But if it but was on, you would watch it, right? I would watch the Next Generation, which was one of like three or four different Star Trek TV shows. So I watched the one that starred Patrick Stewart as Jean Luc Picard. I got into that series, and then when it was over, I kind of fell away. I did see a couple of the movies, but I haven't really watched any of the other shows. Mm-hmm. 
And there's so many of them. There's all kinds of like spinoffs and movies and stuff. I right? had a teacher in high school that would put them on. He taught religion in 10th grade. He'd put them on and then at the end say, all right, so uh, what Bible story was that episode? Oh, really? He, he was mailing it in. Yeah. <laughs> he really was. I'm like, I don't Job. know. <laughs> That book of Ruth. So it's funny. the one you like. It's Bathsheba. Yeah. Oh, Bathsheba. Bathsheba. Taking out boobies. What did I say? Bathsheba. Uh, in other e news oh. this morning, there was a time, you know, when we used to cover Donald Trump before he got into politics or ran for president. You know, we covered him like we would cover any other celebrity, and then you know, over time, as as he uh, started gaining traction as a potential political candidate and eventually became president, you know, things kind of changed. And now that he's uh, not, at least for now, uh, you know, the question sort of remains, like, how do you approach this? Because it is a big story. It is the top story everyone's talking about this morning. If you haven't heard, Donald Trump was indicted by a Manhattan grand jury, making him the first former president to be charged with a crime. Now, the indictment was also sealed, so we don't know the specific charge or charges yet. Uh, CNN's got a source claiming that he's facing 34 separate charges involving hush money that was paid to Stormy Daniels, the porn star, during the 2016 presidential campaign. Uh, Trump is also facing separate investigations for allegedly trying to overturn the 2020 election and for taking classified materials from the White House. Uh, Justice Department also probing his conduct during the January 6th riot. But I guess he's expected to travel to New York next week to turn himself in. They actually have, I kid you not, they have a television, a live television camera trained on Donald Trump's plane to monitor if if there's any movement. Oh, like to see when he takes off. Where is he located? Uh, Well, it was my understanding he was at Mar-a-Lago and that he would fly to New York. At the moment, it sounds like that'll happen Tuesday, and that's also when the specific charges will be revealed. Trump will likely be released on his own recognizance, but with Trump expected to turn himself in, that's not going to be an issue. And again, we do not know the exact charges Trump is facing, but his, his alleged crime shakes down like this. He's accused of falsifying business documents to cover up that hush money payment. Uh, Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, allegedly paid Stormy $130,000 two weeks before the election. And then after Trump won, he reimbursed Cohen. But he listed that payment as reimbursement for legal fees, which it wasn't. Uh, Cohen has already pleaded guilty to charges related to the Stormy case, and he's expected to be a key witness for the prosecution. And yes, in case you're wondering, Trump can still run for president. Wow, even really? if he's Yeah, even if he's convicted. Uh, one last note on this story, though, potentially frightening note. The New York Police Department has reportedly ordered all police officers, regardless of rank, to show up in uniform today in case uh, things get crazy in the city. Mm. You know oh, what I mean? wow. Yeah. So that's what's happening there. Interesting times we live in. Yeah. What else you got? Anything else on the e-news front? I don't think so. All right, we'll I leave think it we've there got for a, now. That's enough for and now. that's your latest e-news. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. Uh, hey, if you guessed the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to the Cincinnati Cyclones. Pucks and punts. Pints night. Pucks and pints. That happens uh, tomorrow night, Heritage Bank Center, wiener dog races. Yeah, bring your dog to the game. Purchase a special Pucks and Pups dog package. Fritz will have all the ticket information and everything you need coming up next. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Carrie. How are you doing? Doing great. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I'll make a breakfast. Oh. <laughs> what are you having? Fried potato cakes 
eggs, and some peppers. Mm. Damn, you put some effort into it this morning. I'll be right over, Carrie. (laughs) All right. All right, we're going to play Faker for Real. We have three headlines, two fake, one real. You get the real headline. You're going to go to the Cyclones game tomorrow night. You can even take your dog if you want to. Is the real headline... I would love it. Oh, that would be fun. Is the real headline A... A man is going to prison for calling his ex 815 times in two days. Is it B, a woman is going to jail for stealing her ex-boyfriend's vacuum cleaner and Xbox? Or is it C, a teenager is going to jail for joyriding his dad's lawnmower on the school football field? I'm going to go with B. It's actually A. I believe B was based on Jen's Jen history. Jordan, yeah. yeah. I had that one based on Fun Robbie because when he left Jen, he took her vacuum cleaner and her Xbox. Yes, he did. So that's why I made that. <laughs> She's the one who got away, folks. Great story. I don't have a lot of functioning brain cells today after being at the Filson all day yesterday, so I took a real cheap way out. <laughs> Welcome to Phone It In Friday, Carrie. Sorry. Well, thank you. That's the truth. But you're going to go to the game anyway. We're going to hook you up. You have such a good time. Yeah, you're going to love it. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. You're very welcome. Hang on. Enjoy that breakfast. Yeah, so here's the story. A 44-year-old man from Maryland is facing multiple years in prison after he bombarded his ex with nonstop calls back in December. Derek Bowers called his ex 815 times in just two days. I mean, what was he doing just dial, dial, dial over and over again? 17 times an hour. Wow. Or once every three to five minutes if he didn't sleep at all, which is, yeah, it's that's pretty That's excessive, crazy. yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, but that's not all. Derek also sent his ex thousands of texts and Facebook messages over a few months. And used his social media posts to call her out and embarrass her. Uh, it sounds like Derek could really use a job. Yeah. He needs to hobby. find something else to do. Correct. But that's going to have to wait now because he's been arrested and charged with cyber stalking. And he's looking at up to five years in prison. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty messed up. We have some uh, contest people here at the radio station that call that often. Yeah. Trying to get through. Yeah. I'm just joking. Several of them yesterday at the <laughs> 11 o'clock hour. Well, we're going to have more. All the Kelly code words you want today. Yep, you One got an it. hour starting at 9 o'clock. 9 to 4. That's the plan anyway. Aren't we mm-hmm. giving the trip away today? Yeah. Uh, RNF show will be calling the winner. So today's your last day to hear the code starting at 9. Punch them in the Q102 app for the trip to Vegas to see Kelly Clarkson opening night at her new Vegas residency. That's going to be such a good time. Are they calling it the RMF show now? RNF. R-N- oh, right, 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 right. Uh, I think it's just a lot to write all their names on the logo, so they made it look... Yeah, just shorten it. Yeah. Less syllables. I also struggle with getting the order correct. Same. That's why oh. I just say RNF. <laughs> <laughs> 100%. Fair enough. I know yesterday when we were at the Filson, I was trying to be in, so I just kept going, the afternoon show is coming up next. <laughs> uh, we got brand new music from Charlie Puth this morning featuring Dan and Shay. This is going to be great. Yeah, here it is for the first time ever on Cincinnati's Q102. This is called That's Not How This Works on Q102. 717, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Can you believe it's almost April already? No, tomorrow is April 1st, Jeff. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we got four things to look forward to in April. Plus, if you're not feeling confident, just fake it. (laughs) It works. (laughs) We'll explain here in a minute. Been doing it for decades. It is Friday, the last day of March 2023. We are Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, let's begin with Taco Bell for just a moment. Taco Bell's menu, uh, it's not that involved. It's mostly just the same six or seven ingredients presented in slightly different ways. But they do get a lot of mileage out of the changes they make. Taco Bell, for example, just announced that they're bringing back another throwback item. And like last year, they're letting fans decide what it is. You have to be a Taco Bell Rewards member to weigh in, of course. 
But you can vote once a day through their app between now and April 12th, and there are two options. The, what are they? The first is the Beefy Crunch Burrito. Okay. That first hit the menu in 2010, and it got pulled a year later. So that's just like a tortilla with the beef, cheese, and then they put like a crunchy taco layer it's, in there? It has, uh, it has Frito Flame and Hot flavored <gasps> corn chips with seasoned beef and rice. Whoa, Okay. And that's made a few brief returns since, but that's that's one item. And then the other option is their Cool Ranch Doritos Locos Tacos. Oh, that's the winner right there. I've yeah. had that. Yeah, that they were good. introduced in 2013. They dropped it in 2019. Uh, but it's basically a normal taco with a Cool Ranch Dorito-flavored shell. Mm-hmm. They will reveal the results on April 13th, and the winner will appear on the menu later this year at participating locations. Meanwhile, there's a... There's, there seems to be a weird thing for it. Just you tell me, is it weird for a condom and company to branch out into tattoo ink? I think so. I mean, why would you want to have like, you know, Duke's mayonnaise be your tattoo ink? Well, Heinz just announced that they're going to start making tattoo ink. It's a marketing stunt, of course, but they really are doing it. They partnered with an ink company to make tattoo ink in their signature ketchup color, Heinz 57 Red. They'll start making it available at certain tattoo parlors in Brazil to start. Not clear if they'll bring it to the U.S. or if it'll make it here, but they've actually been kind of riding the tattoo train for a few years now because Ed Sheeran is a fan, and he has their logo tattooed on his left bicep. Oh, yeah, he loves ketchup. That's right, I forgot about that. He likes it on uh, on his fish and chips. On his everything. So in 2019, they auctioned off 150 limited edition bottles based on his tattoo, and those all sold for between $1,300 and $1,800. Whoa, wow. They say the point of the new ink is that it's healthier than regular tattoo ink. Uh, You may or may not know Europe recently banned certain chemicals that can cause bad reactions, Mm -hmm. and I, I guess red colors are supposedly the worst. So Heinz also had a bunch of tattoo artists come up with 57 tattoo designs. So if you're that into ketchup, you can get an official Heinz tattoo now. They're mm-hmm. posting the stencils online for tattoo parlors to use. If they I want. can't imagine okay. like being so in love with a condiment that you get a tattoo. Like maybe no. ranch, maybe like a Hidden Valley Ranch logo or something. Maybe not a condiment, but like is there a, is there a brand or a product of something, whether it's your car or the your favorite golf clubs or something that Dawn just, Power Wash. There you go. <laughs> what, what about uh, you know you you will see a gentleman sometime this spring and summer in his cargo shorts with a gigantic Bengals B on the back of his calf. Oh yeah, yep. we've know? done that a lot. Like we'll put up like what kind of sports tattoo do you have? A lot of people have Bengals tattoos or just like a tiger or something or even Reds logos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean that's like a brand, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a pickup truck that had the Dutton Ranch logo. Yeah, my nephew has one. Wrapped on the car. He has the Yellowstone. The, 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 what is that, the Y? Yellowstone logo, yeah. Yes. And here I thought that was like some really cool new version of ranch dressing. (laughs) No. No, they have, um, even like our boss has one of their sweatshirts. But like that's a fan of the show. Like when you have your... Your truck wrapped or whatnot. Yeah, what is it? Like a like a decal put on your car mm-hmm. in celebration of a TV show, man. You're a fan. Speaking That's of a ye- super fan. Of Yellowstone, actor Luke Grimes, uh, who I didn't realize this till yesterday, is from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, he, he is, plays Casey. He is out this morning with the team from Jeff Ruby's. They are in East Palestine and they are passing out water filters. Oh, that's so for cool. For the people that it's are there. so fantastic. And they're also giving them a check for 100G for other recovery efforts. But that's They're going to give that to the mayor, right? Yeah, but that's all happening today, this morning in East Palestine. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. That's great. I had no idea he was from Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, same. Hmm. He is a lot of people's fave on that show. I, yeah, like, maybe start watching. Casey? I know. Mm-hmm. I got to get back into it. I fell away. and I know. Just haven't had a chance to get back on that train. All right, give this wannabe dad an A for effort. Uh, A male bald eagle at a sanctuary in Missouri is incubating a rock because he thinks it's an egg. Oh, bless his heart. Where did he get it from? Was it in the nest? Well, 
or what? I don't. I don't know. I think it was just a rock in his in in their enclosure, and he thought it was an egg. His name is Murphy. Uh, he hurt his he hurt his wing a long time ago and can't fly. So the sanctuary took him in, and he lives with four other bald eagles. And uh, for whatever reason, he just decided this rock in their enclosure was an egg. So he he built a nest on the ground. And he's been sitting on it, waiting for it to hatch. And he's also protecting it from the other eagles and will not get let them get close. Oh, I wonder what happens when it just doesn't, like, how long will he protect it? Will he know that it's not, you know, hatching? Yeah, that's the, that's the million-dollar question. And the, and the funny thing is, the rock isn't even round. It's sort of flat and jagged on top, but, but he thinks it's an egg anyway. Oh, we've all got a family member like that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess helping with eggs is normal for male bald eagles. Like male bald eagles, it's not that uncommon. They they help raise their chicks too. So that's that part's not weird. Uh, just the rock. He's been waiting for it to hatch for over a week now. And uh, you know, I guess the the experts there. Um, Say that it's just a matter of time before he just gets bored and pull the plug on. Yeah. up on it. Yeah, people online have already named his egg. They're calling it Dwayne the Rock. <laughs> after Dwayne That's the Rock fantastic. Johnson. Yeah, we um. So often where I live, so I live in Ross, which is right next door to Colerain, and there's a park in Colerain Township called the Heritage Park, and they usually have eagles that nest there. And so sometimes, like, the the man and the woman are both, man and woman, both birds are there. And he'll sit on the nest while the woman goes out and does, like, whatever she does, gets food or hangs out. And then she'll come and, like, sit on a tree close by while he's just sitting there on the nest. But I see these, I see eagles all the time, which is so cool. Yeah, that is really cool considering, you know, what they've come back from. They were nearly extinct for a while. I mean, I feel like there was a time in life where if you, you would never see a bald eagle unless you went to like Lake Tahoe or somewhere out west. Right. Well, the good news is you don't have to feel too bad for Murphy. Sanctuary workers say he is perfectly content with his rock. He's not sad at all. Even when real eggs don't hatch, eagles don't seem to show any signs of depression or anything. They say it's a, it's a, what he's doing is a hormonal response because of spring and that he will eventually get bored with the rock and move on, but it might be a while because it normally takes around 35 days for bald eagles' uh, eggs to hatch. Okay. 35 days. So. We'll keep you posted. Uh, okay, so the next time you're not feeling too confident... I tease this at the top of the broadcast. Just fake it. Yeah. If you're not feeling confident, just fake it. I feel that way kind of today. I'm feeling a little (laughs) tired from yesterday. It has been a very long week here at Q102. So I'm really trying to like maybe fake my way a little bit today. It's a good week. Just a busy week. Yeah. Oh, it's been an amazing, amazing week. We've had so much fun. Yeah, a new poll found the average American feels insecure five times a day. The average American feels insecure five times a day. But half of people who pretend to be confident say it actually helps them feel a little more confident. And a third overall say it's something they do a lot. The top things that can shake our confidence on a typical day include speaking in front of large groups. Not being fully prepared for something. (laughs) Welcome to my world. Uh, And being the last person to show up for a meeting. (laughs) (laughs) Top jobs we associate with confidence are doctors and nurses, members of the military, people in business, politicians, and athletes. And finally, the poll also looked at the top traits we admire in confident people, and those top five are being knowledgeable, Kind, decisive, authoritative, and fearless. Oh, that's great. So if you're not feeling it, just fake it. Fake it, fake it till you make it. Isn't that what it. we always say? Yeah. Like I said, been doing it for decades. <laughs> right. I will tell you, though, when when I go to the creative meeting, I often am the first person in there. I like yeah. to open. I like to open up the windows, turn on the lights, get all the chairs together. I appreciate that because some people like it real dark in there, and yeah. I don't. 
Yeah, was this in the room you guys had the what what is it? The Monday meeting is the Monday, Monday meeting. Yeah, the yeah. meeting. Is that is that downstairs over by the lobby or No, it's where it's oh, at it's the very the end of the hallway gotcha, where gotcha. so we have a, a conference room here that the entire like it's kind of like an L-shaped windows like conference room and so the whole thing is windows and a lot of times people will lower the shades all the way down and turn the lights out and i'm like i gotta be in a well-lit room in order to thrive they they bring the shades down and turn it down to have a meeting or they do it when they leave after the meeting well sometimes i think whoever's in there just like lowers the shades and so Mm. it's left that way so when we go in i want to brighten there i want to watch the oakley show going on outside yeah who's the vampire do you know i don't i just think people just are like oh whatever we'll we'll go in and just do the meeting as is Mm. molly likes her room really dark though yeah. Yeah, I don't get that at all. And and I asked her about it one day and she goes, Oh God, no, I love it because I have all this natural light in here. And she's right. Like she does have that floor to ceiling window in that in that studio next door, but like but she but she doesn't have any of the lights on. So to me it looks dark compared to this room. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And that's because I'm the first one here in the morning. And when I come in, I turn the lights on and up. We are ready to take on the day. Yeah, I know. I like the way you light the room. Mm-hmm. Now, Jen, if she was here, she would say it's way too much light for her because she likes a darker room. Yeah, she's like Venus Flytrap, man. She wants to light those candles. and She's got the, the lights, gong. You know? She's yep. got to settle on in. The whole groove and everything. I mean, I, I guess I, I would be the same way if I was doing like a night show. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, at this time of the day, I don't know. I just, I want to wake up, man. Mm-hmm. I need to wake up. Jeff Thomas after dark. <laughs> There was a time a million years ago. All right. Some people love to show off their wealth. Others are a little more subtle about it. Uh, But there's a thread online where people are talking about like the non-obvious signs that someone is super rich. And we're going to tell you exactly what they are. These are interesting. Coming up next as we continue. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, if you're just joining us, we... uh, we were talking about, you know, how people, some people just really get off on showing off their wealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very important to them that you know they are wealthy. And then uh, there are also people who are a little more subtle about it, which is what inspired a thread online where people are talking about the non-obvious signs mm-hmm. that someone is super rich. And I just, I, I found them really interesting, like... They wear very nice clothing, but without any brand identification. So it's not like you're in head-to-toe Gucci and you have the little tiny Gucci logo right. all over you. Right, right, right. Or casually having expensive hobbies like sailing, skiing, and golfing. Skeet shoot- shooting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. So far, I don't really know anyone that does these things. Or the three hobbies. Sailing, skiing, and golfing. I've got some golfing people. going to be very expensive hobbies. Yeah. yeah, but I think most people that I know, like my even my dad, like he will have like a membership to the Kenton County Golf Course. Yep. Which isn't, I mean, super expensive. Doesn't have to be fancy. Yeah. Right. It yeah. doesn't have to be fancy. But when we were talking to Bronson Arroyo yesterday, I was talking to him about what is his typical day in Cincinnati like, and he said he likes to go to Triple sev- Crown and, several uh, different country clubs. Makatiwa. Yeah. Makatiwa is actually a great little... I love that spot. Chris's dad yeah. is a member, and we'll go join him for dinner from Where time to time. Where is it? Kenwood? It's in Bond Hill on Redding Road. Yeah. Just kind of tucked away. You drive right by it and not even, not even notice. Just the history there is pretty cool. Yeah, and it's beautiful inside. Uh, what else? Being very selective in those they choose to be friends with for various legal reasons. <laughs> That's funny. True. Uh, their teeth. You can tell when someone's gone to the dentist or orthodontist multiple times a year their entire lives because that, that is expensive. Uh, the quality of the food they eat. That's another sign. Uh, spending Extended time, even full seasons in another place. That's another subtle sign of wealth. A lot of traveling to really, you know, out there places. Um, Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know anyone heading over to the Maldives, 
But you know what I'm saying? It, it looks like it would be something that if you had a lot of money, that's where you'd be headed. Mm-hmm. Fiji, Maldives, sure. Bora Bora. Not Pensacola. Yes, not 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 Rio Palace, Las Americas. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you there. <laughs> but these are folks who also will spend like the whole season there. Yes, yeah, like wherever. they summer in Spain. Right, right, right. If anyone is doing anything in summer, that's you got a lot of money. Well, we were at that uh, that resort in uh, just south of Cancun this past December, and we were talking to some people that were there for two months. Oh yeah. That's like, lovely. That's that's the life. Like that's got to be real nice. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I don't think I'd be able to do it. I mean, I think I would love to give it a try, but two months at an all-inclusive resort. Oh, Coco Bongo! Yeah, my Coco would be going bongo <laughs> for sure. Beach volleyball. You want to play? No, I do not. Thank you. <laughs> I don't want to play when I'm there for a week, let alone two months. I might have to give the water aerobics a go, though. That would be an interesting social experiment, though. Like, if you if you take a couple that thinks that, that that would be the greatest thing ever and you put them in a situation like that, what would it be like three months later? Are they still participating in in, in the parties and in the, in the bongo <laughs> games and they home parties or whatnot? They were up in the business all the, all the four or five days we were there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were participating and... Joining in on all of the but activities. They were, they were probably in their 60s, and that was obviously, like, something they were doing for the winter months. It depends on, too, I think, what the activities are. Because a lot of times they'll do, like, rock painting or they'll do um, basket weaving with yucca plants or whatever it is. Hmm. So you probably could do a lot of different things or at least learn. I figure there's plenty of time to do stuff like that at the nursing home. Yeah. <laughs> Once I'm settled. Uh, And one final sign. I I didn't know this. I've never really paid close attention, but evidently this is a subtle sign of wealth when their couches don't actually touch the wall. I've read that before. Mine totally does. Don't care. That's funny. What do you mean? Like if. So like the the couch is against a wall with a window and. We, it's pushed up against the wall. Oh, so you theirs would... is in the middle of the room. Oh, yeah, no. So you can walk Mine's behind on the it. wall. Yeah. <laughs> what if it's just an inch set from the wall? Does that's that a, count? That's a nice that... start, but I feel like I don't. know. I'm a floor sitter, and I lean against the couch. So it usually, yeah, so you it, want it to it, go against the it wall. Usually yeah. pushes back. Yeah, we need back support. Yeah. <laughs> My ab ain't working out that hard. I mean, if you walk into our house and you go to the the actual living room, I mean, it's pretty small. It's it's tiny, but we do spend time there, which I know a lot of new homes were kind of going without the living room there for a while because they felt like it was wasted space. So they were doing more of the open concept thing where it was all sort of a living area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we we have like both a living room and a family room. And it's funny because when we wake up in the morning, we like to have coffee in the living room. Which is the formal living room, right? Yeah. Like and, not where you hang. Right. And we yeah. just like that room in the morning because of the way the sun beams in through the windows. Because the light actually is actually comes good. through the dining room and it's just really beautiful. But I like sitting in that room by myself. So on the weekends, I will still get up at like, I don't know, 5.30, 6 a.m. Just because it's sleeping in for us. Yeah. And I love it when no one else is awake. I've made coffee and I'm sitting in our formal living room just yeah. by myself and the quiet. See, it, and I'm doing the same thing. Just at nine, a little later. We should totally text. Yeah. I mean, I'll be up. Like, hey, where are you sitting right now? Yeah. I'm in my formal living room where the couch doesn't touch the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm so fancy. I was gonna say, look at you, You're so rich. Yeah, yeah, sure I am. It's radio radio career. So funny. You know what's interesting though, too, about formal living rooms is like, I feel like that's where people put their best furniture, and then they don't use it, and then they never use yeah. it. Right? Yes. Yeah. Looks I'm, nice, I'm glad but... we're at least sitting in there, hanging out in there. We just have one, so we wouldn't really have. Jeff, mm-hmm. you haven't been over, but Fritch has. It's just one giant room. But yeah, that's just normal. one big open room. But I'll sit in there. Same thing. Sun oh. coming in, early morning coffee on the weekend. Yeah. No one else is, um, you know, afoot yet. No one else is waking up at yeah. you and the puppies. Some morning snuggles. Yeah, there are some days we'll be in the. I mean, we'll be in there until noon. Uh, you know, twelve thirty, one o'clock, and wow. And then Kristen will look up and she'll say. 
Well, shall we retire to the family room? <laughs> it's time for lunch. Let's get our lunch spot going on. Yeah. Let's go into we the other room. make our way? You want to hit the family room? That's also the room where the TV is. Too, yes. So. That's us, too. Yeah, the game's going to be on a little bit. Let's go. Yeah. And then toss the coffee cup and get on with your day. All right. One recent interior design trend, since we're speaking of interior design. Mm-hmm. Home decor is sentiment decor. Have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not by name. What but, is it? But chances are you may have it in one of your of the houses you've designed, like signs that say family or home or live, laugh, love. <laughs> I have what do do I I have eat. Yeah, we have That's a- the greatest. Yeah. We I just eat. I see that in the kitchen, and I'm like, "Don't mind if I do." Yeah, I'm yeah. here for the food. I have a little metal sign that Patty got me that says, "Age is not important unless it's cheese." Oh, that's good. That's cute. I have in all of our bathroom, like in our bathroom upstairs, when we first moved in, we did like all the fun sayings, and we still have those kind of framed in the bathroom, like. Put your phone down. You know, we know you're on your phone. Send a, you know, send a text. I know you're on your phone. Or have a nice poop is one of the signs. That's funny. I Just like, like that. funny little bathroom signs. So the live, laugh, love, the home, that type of stuff. Family. It's, it's called what? It's called sentiment decor. Yeah. I just have one. Eat. Lot and that's it, it. A lot of it at Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very popular. Yeah, and, well, it's also popular too, Jeff, on TikTok. There's all there's like tons of TikToks of guys going around homes or like their mom's home, and it'll be like they'll do a whole story about we're here for the blessings. Oh yeah, you that's know? another one. And then Bless. blessing or yeah, and they'll yeah. go into each room and show all of the words. Yeah, it's 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 very popular right now as a design trend in fact 24% of people polled say they love those signs another 25% think they're fine and then another 28% don't even, don't mind it but there's an 11% of people polled who just absolutely hate them and I guess if you're not a fan, you can't blame boomers for this because it's most popular with young adults it's and not, the home improvement shows they watch. It's not my thing. I would be more interested in some sort of interesting piece. But if it's your thing, then that's cool. Yeah, if it's legit, meat, like if it's yeah. super meaningful to you, then you should absolutely put it up. But mm-hmm. don't just put it up to fill space. That's kind of how I feel, yeah. Yeah, but for people like me that aren't into decorating, True. super into decorating, it's so easy for me to put up a giant yep. sign in the kitchen that says food <laughs> than to actually have to think about... Food here. Yeah. Some design thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I get it. Uh, Some- whopping 61% of Gen Zs and 58% of millennials dig those word signs, like really love them. And sometimes people need to be reminded to live, laugh, love. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, great reminder. Thanks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this Thank is God where that we sign eat. was there. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, the sign says eat. The sign says eat, and it's right above the pantry. Oh, so the I sign opened says it laundry, up. too. Yeah, I opened it up and then had a snack. Thank you. All right. Coming up, four things to look forward to in April, cuz. It starts tomorrow. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Before I get to uh, the four things to look forward to in April, uh, Joy said my mom had a sign in the bathroom that said, if you sprinkle when you tinkle, be a sweetie and wipe the seedy. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Uh, Hannah says she and her boyfriend have been house hunting pretty much the length of COVID. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, jealous of people that have houses to decorate like that because I hate those signs. She said it looks like <laughs> Pinterest threw up in their house. Yeah, that's <laughs> usually what happens. A little goes a long way for those signs, so one or two is enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. April starts tomorrow. It's also my sister's birthday. It's our nephew JJ's birthday, too. Uh, So what do we have to look forward to in the month of April? Well, we have slightly warmer weather. 
In sports, the Final Four in the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament goes down tomorrow with San Diego State versus Florida Atlantic on one side of the bracket, Miami versus UConn on the other. And then the championship game is Monday. Jeff, I think you're in second place. I'm going to pull this back up. you got to be kidding me. No, because you have UConn and everybody else has. I forgot to tell you that when you got back. When you... you yeah, you don't have them winning the whole thing, but you still have them in the final four, so you still are collecting some points. Yeah, no, I had UVA going all the way. Right, yeah. but you have, hang on, where are the standings? You're in second place because you get more points for the UConn stuff. Wow. So, that yeah, you could win. You could win some money. If UConn keeps winning, you could win. Boy, talk about dumb luck. I know, totally. <laughs> and I told Tim that I think... With your winnings, if you win, you should get us all some breakfast. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell them to just pay me the money and I'll buy it for They'll you. They'll take care of it. <laughs> what is it, like 50 bucks or something? I think it's 75 for second place. Something like that, maybe. yeah. 100 was first. I mean, you really never know what's going to happen for the remainder, but maybe on Monday morning we can come in here and tell you that you're a big winner. What does the person in first place have... For their bracket, do you know? Do you yes, have a way of telling? I do. So they have the same place for UConn that you have, and then there's a guy that works down the hall at B105 that has UConn winning the whole thing. So there's a chance that you could still be out of it, hmm. but we don't really know until okay. you know until the madness is over, Jeff. We won't really know. But you, right now, you're in second. Meanwhile, the the Masters Golf Tournament is next weekend. Plus, the NBA and NHL playoffs both start in the middle of the month. And the NFL draft is at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Very excited about the NFL draft. Uh, for movies, the Michael Jordan Nike movie Air hits theaters next Wednesday. It looks good. I can't wait to see that. I think it's going to be awesome. Also, it's an interesting story I don't know mm-hmm. that I'm intrigued about. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, Viola Davis, so many people. The Super Mario Brothers movie also opens that day. <laughs> Can't wait. Guy Ritchie's The Covenant is out April 21st. And Big George Foreman comes out April 28th. Uh, on television, two shows based on classic movies hit Paramount Plus this month. Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. It's April 6th. And Fatal Attraction Ooh, on April 30th. That's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, season five of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel hits Amazon Prime on April 14th. And season two of Mike Judge's Beavis and Butthead returns to Comedy Central and Paramount Plus on April 20th. I've been missing that. Yeah. So much you've been missing. I love that show. Well, Easter 90s. is next weekend, right? Isn't Easter yep. a week from Sunday? That's yep. also the same weekend as the Masters. So my dad's got big plans to come over and nestle on into our little living room there and watch some golf and yeah that's the big holiday some eggs. of april is easter which is on the ninth this year that's a week from sunday passover also begins next week on the fifth national beer day tim on april 7th okay national pet day is the 11th earth day is the 22nd and arbor day is april 28th that's some good stuff so now you know a few things you have to look forward to in the month of april it's 754 jeff and jen cincinnati's q102 <laughs> So Joan is looking for a second date update with a guy named Ken. Nothing worse than going on a date with someone and getting blown off. Right, Joan? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's, it's not. Yeah. It's not great, right? <laughs> not great. But maybe we can get yeah. a second date. So let's start from the beginning. Yeah. How'd you meet Ken and how'd that first date go? Um. Yeah. I mean, I thought it went pretty well. Um. I met him at a Reds game. And, you know, there aren't, like, a ton of people going to the games right now. So, you know, you just kind of know that whoever is there is, like, a fan. Yeah. And I'm a fan. Either that or they just like <laughs> cheap tickets. Right. Yeah, they're like, we want to, we just, like, we want to sit somewhere for a long time. Mm-hmm. This is such a great time to be at the ballpark, though, right now. Especially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a nice time of year. So, and, and like, I, I love it. Like, I love baseball. So, I'm a fan. Cool. And, like, I just figured if I met a guy at a game, if I happened to, that I was interested in, we'd have one thing in common. You know, like, that's checked off. Right. So we met, and I thought he was great. Um, we were in line for this beer together, and we just, we ended up kind of sitting close to each other anyway. So 
we started talking online and then was like, oh, we're like here, we're sitting near each other. And he asked for my number and he called me the next day. So I knew he was into me. And he was just super sweet. He asked me to go to Access Alley with him for absent bowling. And I did. And it just, we had a great time, like lots of flirting and laughing. And I'm not an amazing bowler. And, mm-hmm. and it was like very cute. He like, you know, he like showed me how to bowl better. <laughs> oh, that is bless his little heart. Are you, yeah. are you really yeah, not that good a bowler, or were you pretending to be not that good a bowler? <laughs> I mean, show me again. How do you make <laughs> yeah, a strike? Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, gutter ball. Can I go again? <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, I just don't know what could have gone wrong. Um, and. There was one indication that it, it didn't go as well as I thought, and that was that he didn't kiss me. Mm. Um, but, you know, some people don't kiss on the first date. But he did walk me to my car, and there was, like, a perfect moment for the move, and he didn't. And he just kind of, like, half-hugged me instead. So, so yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, help me. But it felt pretty good right up until the end there. I mean, no signs yeah. that you can think of? Nothing as you look back? No. Hmm. Yeah, nothing that I can red flag. And and I I think I'm pretty realistic about how dates go. Generally speaking, I haven't had too many situations where I where I'm really off base, which is why I'm calling cuz I just can't figure it out. Yeah. All right. So the only awkward moment really was when he walked you to the car and instead of getting a kiss, you got a half hug. Yeah, I got the old the old heave ho. <laughs> Did you break 100 at least uh bowling? No comment. (laughs) (laughs) That's a no. All right. (laughs) Listen, why don't we do this? We'll take a break. We'd love to get to the bottom of this for you and maybe get you a second date, if not. A good explanation. Thanks, guys. Coming up next with Jeff and Jen here at Cincinnati's Q102. All right, well, Joan met Ken in the beer line at a Reds game, and it was also convenient that he wasn't sitting that far away from her either, so... They ultimately exchanged numbers. He called her the next day, did some bowling at Axis Alley, had a blast, wonderful time, super nice guy. He walks her to her car, and no kiss. He had the perfect opportunity, and he didn't take it. He didn't take the shot. Instead, she ended up getting some lame half hug, which is kind of a bummer. For sure. And, of course, Joan has not heard from this guy since. Uh, Joan, what, what attempts have you made to get in touch with him? Not too many because I didn't want to come on too strong. I I texted him like a day after the date to be like, hey, I had a really nice time. No response. I got the old gray bubble and then just nothing. <laughs> gray bubble. And then I we yeah, call that like, cursor oh. in the field. There's a cursor here. in the field. He's 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 yeah, not just looking yeah. at it. <laughs> you're like you're like we're we're like coming up to bat and nothing. Nothing. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. And then I was gonna give him a call this week to check in, but. So then I was like, I don't know, this that gray bubble, it mm. just, like, got me. So I haven't done a lot. Cause the, so, because the gray bubble tells you what exactly? How did you take the gray bubble? I was like, he's there's some reason that he's not responding. Yeah. Well, then I'll tell you what. Let's call Ken. See what he thought. Cool. Joan. Hi, is this Ken? It is. Hey, Ken, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you this morning? (laughs) That's always a great greeting, though. (laughs) Hi, Jeff and Jen. (laughs) It's almost as if he's expecting our call. (laughs) Hi. Are we catching you at a bad time, Ken? Listen, I know what this is, and this sucks. (laughs) We're sorry. But... Can you, I mean, she just wants to know, look, if you don't want to see her again, that's fine. Can you just tell us why? Like, I really hate second date update. You know, I listen to it all the time. I know. I've lived in fear for years that someday would be my turn. You know, that is true, though. And I think you just, you just said it in a nutshell. I hate second date update. I listen to it all the time. (laughs) People love listening to second date update. They don't like coming on second date update. Right. So this is painful for Joan as well, as you can imagine, because Joan walked away from your date thinking she had this 
great time with a super nice guy. What happened, Ken? Okay. This has nothing to do with her. Okay. Everything to do with me. It always does. I have this thing, and there have been many women who I liked and felt connection with, but didn't go out with again for this very same reason. So she's not alone. All right. So it's not just her. It really isn't her. No. Okay, then what is it? I I have a foot thing. Like, she, she was wearing sneakers at the game and then flats at the bowling alley, so I didn't see it but on bowling shoes. And her feet were clean. She obviously gets pedicures. Right. But her second toe, it's like way longer than her big toe. Her second toe is longer than her big toe. Yeah, it's. it looks like a long index finger sticking out from her short, fat thumb, except what? it's on her feet. Oh, no. And so that, I, that's a problem for you. Yeah, I, I, I can't help it. Like, kind of gagged a little when I saw it. <laughs> Come on. I have no idea why I'm wired this way. But I am. And the whole long toe thing is, it's, it's, it's a deal breaker for me. Like it's that much longer than the big toe? I'm looking at my foot now. I know. I... Oh, you have sandals on. Mm. Yeah, my second toe is. So I have the same thing. I know I do. But they say. It's a little longer. Yeah, they say if your second toe is longer than your first toe, it means that you're bossy. Oh, well, say no more then. <laughs> <laughs> Makes perfect sense. She must sense. be really bossy. <laughs> Mine's the same as the big toe. Uh, Joan, hey. have you ever heard this before about your second toe? Um, I mean, yeah, I've looked at my feet, but I haven't had anyone um, reject me because of them before. Honestly, I think it's not that people with long second toes are bossy. I think that it is they are good leaders. Ah. Um, mm. That's one way to spin it. Um, but... <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't like a strong woman. No, I'm just kidding. I, there's just nothing I can do about it. Um, <laughs> well, I love that you can have a sense of humor about it. Oh, thanks. I mean, I'm I'm just like, I'm relieved that it wasn't something totally humiliating. But I do think it's like, I'm kind of pissed because he didn't call me because of my toes. But <laughs> I don't know what to say here. Wow. I really don't. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I don't know what to yeah. tell you guys. I'm sorry, Joan. <laughs> Me too. But yeah, I mean, thank you. Thank you for calling him. And, and Ken, I know this is like a weird a weird call to get. So thanks for being so honest. You're so mature, Joan. Look at, listen to you. Very you take such a philosophical view of everything. Yeah. I love it. I mean, what can I do? You know, like, I'm not, it's like, if, if you have to, it's like, I'm not like the stepsisters in Cinderella. I'm not going to go like cut parts of my feet off to like fit in the shoe. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't know. You're right. I'm being philosophical. Well, we love it. Hey, Ken, do you date less women in the summer? Well, it depends. Listen, everyone has something, you know, a deal breaker, which is a fee. That's that's mine. That's it. I can't help it. I don't don't know. Like, some people get annoyed by people who chew loudly at, you know, a restaurant. I get it, yeah. True. Like, Joan, how much longer would you say your second toe is from your big toe? (laughs) How long are we talking? I mean, it's definitely not like in inches. Like, if it's more like a European metric system. Ah, it's not, one it's centimeter. Not long. <laughs> it's not like I, it I'm not like free. like a crow's claw. <laughs> oh no! That's Would not you nice. stop, dude? You're just yeah. Right. Okay, I, talk to you later. I just can't. Any other woman out there that I ghosted, take a look at your feet. If you have that long toe. <laughs> All right, Ken. We understand. Thank you for taking the call. <laughs> Thank you. And Joan, best of luck to you. Thank you for being so sweet and for coming on Second Date Update. Thank you, guys. All right. If we can do a Second Date Update for you, pretty simple. Shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Holy crap, it's 8.15 already. Jeez Louise, man, it's flying. Coming up, your shot at 1000 bucks, the 1K letter of the day. I know. Tim just woke up. He's like, oh, crap, man. I better make that list. I know. <laughs> 1K letter of the day is coming up next. First to check on the roads, here's Denise. Hey, Faye. Hello. What's cooking? 
Not much. Got the girls off to school and just sitting around. All right, all right. Let's try to win you some money then. I got a letter of the alphabet in this here envelope. I'm going to open it up, see what it is. You'll have 10 seconds, uh, 30 seconds rather, to answer (laughs) 10 questions in 30. Hey, if you could do it in 10, that'd be a first. Oh, man. That would be amazing. Uh, You got 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with a letter I'm about to reveal. Uh, You know the drill. You can't use the same answer more than once. And the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. If you can't think of it right off the top of your head, just pass, and we'll come back to it. You'll answer more questions that way. Mm -hmm. And today, Faye, you got the letter E. Okay. E. E as an egg. Oh, that's a good one. We got 30 seconds on the clock. And... I will not start the timer until Tim is finished asking the first question, unless you need more time, Tim. I'm ready to go. If you are, Faye, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's do it. All right, a weekend activity. Events. A pizza topping. Eggplant. A jelly bean flavor. Pass. A color. Uh, Escargot. Something (laughs) something that lays eggs. Oh, an English bluebird. Something yellow. Uh, Etzel. A bird. Hmm. Uh, eagle. Something green. An expedition. A flower. Ooh, expedition. Ooh, good one. That was a great one. Eagle, expedition. Edsel is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. What was the, was that a, a color or, or no, a, was that a car? What did you say? Something green or something, right? For uh, number seven? T- Something green. Yeah. yeah. She said an Edsel. That's an old Ford from the 1950s. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> I thought she said easel. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that was a good one. She pulled a classic car out of her hat. Wow. I, I just thought it was interesting. Uh, a bird. I'm thinking, of course. Eagle. Emu. Oh, emu. <laughs> oh. And she's like, eagle. I'm like, oh, yeah, I was there thinking you go. eagle. And then the other one, my mom, egret, is a bird that oh, yeah. is in Florida. Yeah. My mom Googled it one time because they were all over the place in Anna Maria. Now she's like, look at the egrets. Just look at these egrets everywhere. Uh, n- number six was, what did you say, a flower or or no, a bird? It was a, an eagle. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, she said English blue something. Oh, English blue jay Bird. or something like that. Yeah, yeah something yeah. yellow, something that lays eggs. I know. I just thought they were really great answers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, so you got probably six, six. Uh, acceptable ones out of seven, so that's not bad. Yeah. Pretty good uh, for a vowel. Maybe next time. <laughs> maybe next time, but you did yeah. have a vowel, and those tend to be a little tougher. Yeah. Yeah. So nice work. Faye, have an amazing right. weekend. You too. All right. Thank Take you. it easy. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. All right. Got those kids off to school. That's right. Get the girls out of here. Yep. Let Time the to party play begin. some 1K, baby. That's right. Okay. 827. And we got some weather headed our way, which I'll tell you about here in a minute. But first, we got Denise Johnson standing by with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.